Hey, everybody. It's the Nick Reed in the Morning Show. I'm Sarah. I almost said it's clarification. Uh, I know. I heard you. uh, It kind of is, really. I am James Clary, filling in for Nick, and I am the host of a show called Clarification that is on this same station. Let's see what's going on in the local news. And the first alert forecast from Color 10 and Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Today we have a 20% chance for showers after 5 p.m. Otherwise cloudy skies with a high near 44. Tonight 50% chance of rain and snow showers. Cloudy with a low around 30. And on Wednesday a chance for snow showers once again before noon. And then a chance for rain and snow showers throughout the evening. Mostly cloudy skies with a high near 35. Right now in Springfield it is sunny and 29. Thank you, Sarah. Looks like it's finally December weather. We might even get some snow. That is awesome. So the first couple hours, we, we've been trying to put our finger on what exactly, who exactly is in control of the obvious overturning of our society. I mean, you, you look around you anywhere. You see the videos. You see the news reports. I mean, people, it's like the world's gone crazy. And, you know, many people feel it's just this organic change. No, this is all intentional. I just spent an hour going over the Yuri Bezanov interview. Now, by the way, Bezanov is not the only former KGB agent to relay this information. It's been backed up by many others. There's been a concerted plan to overthrow the United States without violence. And our intel agencies, as I mentioned in a couple shows ago on clarification, which you can find at ksgf.com, we did a uh, show titled The American Gestapo and American. the next show was American Gladio. And I talked about how the intelligence agencies of the United States were completely smitten with and overrun with former elements of the Nazi Gestapo. As a matter of fact, in 1938, J. Edgar Hoover, then director of the FBI, sent his number one man to train in Nazi Germany under the Gestapo. What the heck? That's what you should be saying, because it's just, it really is insanity. So the, the intel agencies have never let up. I mean, I can point from event to event, from the Las Vegas shooting to the Oklahoma City bombing to 9-11, Then to January 6th, all of these events have the same earmarks of a deep state, a deep state element. That means that elements either within our government or without part of NGOs, uh, billionaires, bank, big pharma, whatever. But these elements that control our society, the military, industrial complex they create these events for the purposes that Bezhenov outlined these crisis events look is it easier to control a person who is completely a stand-up person and courageous or someone who's cowering in fear well the answer is obvious fear 
fear allows when you when you live in fear, you're going to allow yourself to be controlled. It was a famous quote by Ben Franklin, something uh, that if you allow fear over, oh, I can't, I can't remember it. I'm, I'm losing my mind a little bit. But his point, oh, fear over security, that you'll have neither. That if you allow the government, based on your fear, to provide you with safety and security over liberty, you'll have neither. That's what it was. It was liberty over security. Pardon me. It's still early for me. So the point is they've used this, they being the deep state, they've used these events to make people afraid. And they've done a very good job of it. In January 6th, I'm just reading an article by Julie Kelly. If you don't follow Julie Kelly on American Greatness, you're really missing out. We've just got a second left, but it, it has to do with the January 6th pipe bomb story. Do you remember that? Did you guys remember that supposedly there were two pipe bombs outside? Yeah, that's right. We'll get into that and a whole lot more when we come right back. Hey, everybody. It's Nick reading the morning show. I'm your host, James Clary, filling in for my buddy, Nick. So trying to kind of connect the dots, what's going on in our society. And, you know, I talked about these events. Now, they could all be random coincidences or they could be somehow connected to the deep state. And the January 6th, I think, is probably one of the most clearly a federal operation. And one aspect of it that people tend to forget about it, are the pipe bombs. Now, Julie Kelly has written a lot about it. She's on a website called American Greatness. And so what happened was on January 6th, a, uh, let's see, a woman looked, was on her way to do some laundry. She looked down and spotted a device in an alley adjacent to the Republican National Headquarters building. Her name was Carlin Younger. She ran to notify security guards who then called the police. Law enforcement conducted a search and located another device outside of the DNC. So supposedly a bomber had planted an explosive device outside of the Republican headquarters and the Democrat headquarters, which that in itself, you kind of have to scratch your head. So panic ensued. Now, this was before. Remember, this was on January 6th. This all happened before the so-called riot, the, what I call the Fed surrection, what other people call the Fed surrection. It wasn't an insurrection, it was a Fed surrection. So a Democrat from... Virginia named Elaine Luria said, I don't recognize our country today. And the members of Congress who have supported this anarchy do not deserve to represent their fellow Americans. So she's saying basically that, you know, when she's saying the members of Congress who supported this anarchy, that's that's Trump. That's MAGA. That's America first people. Uh, Hallie Stevens, a Democrat from Michigan, 
said, I'm sheltering in place in my office. The building next door has been evacuated. I can't believe I have to write this. So the building, they're evacuating buildings. This is before Trump even finished his speech. You remember Trump did his speech on the mall in D.C. and they were going to walk to the Capitol. And, you know, if you listen to the J6 committee and the, the media, it was a rush to break into the Capitol and cause fear. The only problem is, like, I was one of those people that was watching the whole thing on TV. You know, the, all the videos you've seen of violence, I didn't see any of that. Now... I'm not saying that the violence didn't happen. There was some violence that day, but it was all planned. And the pipe bomb is what started it all. People forget that. They don't want you to remember it. At the time, now this is what I think there's no proof is. I think the feds planted the pipe bombs and they weren't even real bombs. They were fake devices. They planted them to give people the idea there was some kind of violent takeover in the process. So the federal authorities, after the pipe bomb, promised a full-throated investigation. On January 12th, acting U.S. attorney for the District of Columbia, Michael Sherman, and the FBI field office chief, and this is the guy, this is the bad actor, Stephen Dantuano emphasized the seriousness. They were real devices. They had explosive igniters. Like, well, no one ever thought they weren't real. Uh, Dantuano announced a $50,000 reward. They're going to look at every angle, every tool, turn over every rock is going to be in turn. We will find this bomber. A few months later, Dantuano made another desperate plea. We know it can be a difficult decision to report information about family or friends, but we're talking about human life here. We need your help to identify the individual responsible for placing these pipe bombs to ensure they will not harm themselves or another. Well, have they found the pipe bomber? No. Despite sophisticated surveillance tools, including geofence warrants that were at Dantuano's disposal. The FBI has so far done nothing. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's the Nick Reed in the Morning Show on KSGF 104.1 Talk Radio. I'm your host, James Clary, filling in for Nick. Trying to figure out where we're at today. Oh, it is 8 24 in the Ozarks morning. It's a beautiful morning in the Ozarks. So we're talking about the pipe bomber. This this story needs to be told because the media, the FBI, the deep state, the J6 committee, the Democrats want it to just go away. You have to ask yourself, why is that? The J6 committee completely ignored the pipe bombing. The pipe bombing's what started it all. So, Dantuano, the FBI DC field office head, he uh, his office conducted a half-hearted inquiry during an interview earlier this year. I think it was in July. 
Dantuano disputed claims that the bombs were planted to divert law enforcement presence away from the Capitol just before protesters assembled outside the building. Not only has the FBI failed to identify this individual, Dantuano admitted the FBI doesn't even know the gender of the bomber. He's backtracked on statements insisting the devices were viable, indeed deadly. So Thomas Massey asked him to explain how the bombs were operable considering the use of a one-hour kitchen timer attached to the metal tube. So if they were real bombs, they would have gone off because it was only an hour. And uh, this Jamoke Dantuano admitted that they couldn't have detonated during January 6th. He goes, I don't know when they were supposed to go off. Maybe they weren't supposed to go off. But in all of his pressers previously, he said they were viable devices, bombs. And also in his testimony, he revealed that the FBI doesn't have a complete account of cell phone use in the area on January 5th. Data that would easily result in tracking the perpetrator's identity. Darren Beatty of Revolver.News, he described it as the dog ate the geofencing data excuse. This guy, this the FBI DC field office chief, literally claimed that data from one of the providers was corrupted and unstable. Isn't that interesting? Then whenever it's something that we need to prove that a certain person was involved in something, uh, the data's corrupted. And they expect us to, be- to believe it. And the media just reports it. Uh, unfortunately, we can't track the identity of the pipe bomber because the data was corrupted from one of the cell providers. Dantuano went on to explain, it's just unusual circumstance that we have corrupt data from one of the providers. I'm not, I'm not sure. I can't remember which one right now. But for that day, which is awful, because we don't have the information to search. So could it have been that provider? Yeah, with our luck, you know, with this investigation, it probably was, right? So maybe if we did have that, if the data wasn't corrupted and it wasn't purposely corrupted, to my knowledge, it wasn't corrupted, you know, but that could have been good information we don't have, right? So it's painful for us not to ha- I mean, it's just, it's a clown show, but it's not funny. This is the leading domestic intelligence agency in the world, the FBI, that's covering up this whole pipe bomb thing. I mean, it's just insane. And of course, he went on to say, now, I don't want any conspiracy theories surrounding the missing data, the corrupted data. Oh, you don't want any conspiracy theories. Well, guess what, pal? You got them. I mean, it's just crazy. One of the other things that Beatty, I I, uh, actually showed this video or we, we played the audio 
and uh, I described what exactly was happening on the video, that the, the video, security camera video of the pipe bomber was the frame rates were completely off for that camera. That means that the video had been edited and they, they did a much lower frame rate so it looks all fuzzy. When in actuality, the cameras that recorded this person, this pipe bomber, you could have got acute detail. You could have certainly, even with the mask and the hoodie, you could have identified the race and probably the gender of the person. But for some reason, that data was corrupted. That tape was shown at a much lower frame rate than the cameras actually record at. I mean, that right there, that is the smoking gun evidence that the pipe bomb was a created, contrived event. And I mean, this this should, well, it should outrage you. It does me. I'm James Clary. I'll be back. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's Nick Reed in the Morning Show. I'm James Clary filling in for my buddy Nick. Can't believe it. We're in the third hour, man. We've only got a half hour. i got Sarah Myers at the board, and she's going to tell us what's going on outside. Oh, well, the first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sponsored by Wolfpack Cleaners, your residential and commercial cleaning professionals. Today, we have a 20% chance for showers after 5 p.m., otherwise cloudy skies with a high near 44. Tonight, a 50% chance of of rain and snow showers and then cloudy with a low around 30 and on Wednesday a chance of snow showers once again and then a chance of rain and snow showers in that evening time for Wednesday otherwise mostly cloudy with a high near 35 and real quick I want to tell you about my friends over at quick draw gun in Monette now James I don't know about you but uh, every Thanksgiving and even Christmas time we have a tradition with the husband's family where we go in target practice we shoot firearms Mm. And I don't know. Do you do that? No, I do shoot my gun, but usually just inside the apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Off the balcony. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I know know a lot of families do that tradition as well. So I wasn't sure if you did it, but uh, we typically do. But this year we haven't had the husband's uh, family side Christmas yet. And so this year I get to show off my new firearms and uh, I can actually hit the target. And I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, That's all thanks to my friends over at Quick Draw Gun. With a pistol? Yeah. Wow. I know. That's how, good. How about that? So, quick, yeah, quick to there in Monette. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's a and, shooting range. Well, no, no, no. It's a gun store. Oh, And that's where gotcha. I bought my firearm. Gotcha, gotcha, yes, gotcha. Yes, but Very I've been cool. practicing, and I'm pretty happy <laughs> that I can actually uh, hit a target now. Mm. But uh, they have just tons of knowledgeable staff. You're not going to get lost in the shuffle like you can at bigger stores, and they have just hundreds and hundreds of reviews of just their top-tier service from so many many uh, people that have experienced the same service that I talk about all the time. So if you are looking for that smaller, knowledgeable gun shop, I highly recommend my friends down there in Monette. Now, in the meantime, if you're looking for something specific or maybe you just have questions, I highly recommend that you reach out to Brad and his team. You can find all of their contact information under the Sarah's endorsements tab at KSGF.com. Thank you, Sarah. We've been talking about the deep state, the intel agencies. We've just got, we've got 30 minutes left in the show. So I had asked you guys to call in, and some of you did. You still have time to get in if you want it. Uh, if you want to, you can call the show at 447-5743. I just want to know what you think 
is going to happen this year. Now, there's there's something called predictive programming. And I'm actually going to do a clarification episode on this. Not on this week's show, but probably next week's. But predictive programming can be traced back to the occult and certain practices of the occult, whereby to make occultic magic work, the whoever is planning this violent event, casting the spell, whatever you want to say, has to announce it in some fashion beforehand. So, you know, one one example might be the, the Simpsons. I'm sure you all have seen how many episodes of The Simpsons seem to prevent to predict an event in the future. Like there's one I know that many years before Trump ever announced he was running for president where Donald Trump was president. I always think to the movie Back to the Future where there's a scene where the professor's character is kidnapped by jihadis, by Muslim extremist hostage or Muslim extremist and becomes a hostage. Now, this was well before this was in the uh, mid to late 90s, well before 2001. And what when the scene is with Michael J. Fox pulls into this parking lot and it's the name of the center. It's like the two towers parking lot. And the logo looks like the World Trade Center buildings and the two towers. So he goes in and he saves the professor from these uh, jihadists. And when he leaves, okay, so if you look the two towers name has been changed and the buildings are like collapsed. Something to that effect. I mean, it's, it's as if they have to announce their intentions now what do we see today what are two movies that have been in the news well one of them is that uh trying to remember leave the world behind i think is what it's called and i actually watched this movie the other day it's the one that is produced in part by barack obama it's the one where the main news about it is where a young african-american girl said you know dad grandma told us or mom told us you can never trust white people that's what the news but What I think is bigger news, when you think of it in the terms of predictive programming, the whole premise around the movie is that there's a cyber attack and the Internet goes down and they don't really even portray it as horrifically as it would be if the Internet if the Internet went down for three weeks right now. You got to understand the banks, the Internet goes down. There's no processing with your credit cards you can't order things gas stations would not be able to provide you with fuel and the main thing is the power would probably go out because many power stations rely on the internet to run i mean we've set ourselves up to fail and I think what I'm going to spend the rest of the show talking about are what some possibilities of what might happen this year 
and maybe even throw out a few ideas of what you can do about it. Because if if we use Hollywood as our guide and predictive programming is a real thing, and it's been proven over and over and over that predictive programming is a real thing. I mean, there's only so many coincidences before you know that it's changed. I'm James Clary. I'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Nick Reed in the Morning Show on 104.1 KSGF, Springfield's Talk Radio. I'm James Clary filling in for my buddy Nick Reed. So we're talking about predictive programming in the, the movie the World, Leave the World Behind, which was produced in part by Barack and Michelle Obama. And that it featured uh, a cyber attack. Now, isn't it interesting? Every time the deep state wants to push a certain agenda, to move society in a certain direction, they create these events. I mean, OKC, Waco, Ruby Ridge, 9-11, they go on and on. And in every one of them, there's at least some pretty strong evidence that certain elements of our government were involved in these events. Am I saying that 9-11 was planned and executed by the CIA and the George Bush administration? Absolutely not. At the very least, though, I can tell you that they knew an attack was coming. There's no doubt about that. The evidence is 100% on that. If you believe the witness testimony, which I happen to believe, Susan Lindauer being the one of the main ones who was the highest CIA asset in Iraq. She was getting warnings for months. There's an attack coming in late August, early September 2001. Do not travel to New York. Everybody knew it. The OKC bombing. How did the agents of the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. How did they know not to go to work that day that Tim McVeigh supposedly blew up the Murrah building? Did you know that? Did you know that they were sent a text telling them not to show up at the Murrah building that day? But they neglected to tell the parents of the 30 children that were in the daycare center that died. That's how evil these people are. They saved their own skin, but they let the children die. Look, Bush and his Dick Cheney, Rumsfeld, the whole group, Brennan, Obama, the Clintons, they're all part of the group. But they're just a small part. You got to throw in the, the leaders of industry and then the leaders of the defense industry, of big pharma, of the media. Yes, they're all in on this. I mean, if you think about about the just the horrific events that have happened and that they've allowed millions or excuse me, thousands to be killed in America. I mean, we know the Bush administration knew about the attack. We don't know for certain whether they had anything to do with it, although there's certainly strong suspicion. But we know that they knew about it. And then they had the gall, Condoleezza Rice, say, oh, we never imagined that somebody could fly a plane into a building. Oh, really? 
Then we un- uncovered memos that said that very thing. Then we uncover Operation Northwoods, where the CIA had planned on blowing up a jet airliner full of people traveling south of Florida, and they were going to blame it on Castro so that we could invade Cuba. I mean, look. At the start of this program, I said, look, the, the CIA, these intel agencies, they do terrible, horrible things. But they, they will tell you, well, these things are needed because our enemies are doing terrible, horrible things. So we have to do them despite them. Well, look, our enemies have been defeated pretty much, except Red China. I mean, the Soviet Union's gone. And isn't it interesting? Russia... A country that's not communist is now a bigger enemy than the Soviet Union ever was. Someone make that make sense for me. Because I can't. I can't make any sense of that. That we fought the communists for 50 years. They finally throw off the yoke of communism, Marxism, Leninism collectivism they throw off that yoke and then they become a bigger enemy that speaks volumes it tells you that they don't care about these ideologies that it's all about their goals go look at the georgia guidestones and what it said depopulate the earth They literally want to, of the developed portions of the planet, they want to give 80% of it back to nature. Because they, in their mind, humans do not hold a superior place to animals. We of the Christian faith who read the Bible know that God gave us dominion over the animals. But in their world, no. Animals are more important than people. Yeah, I'm the biggest animal lover in the world. I love them. But if it comes between me saving a dog's life or a baby's life, I'm going to save the baby every time. But these people are not like that. So, predictive programming. We talked about that Obama movie. There's another movie out there. It's called Civil War. Can you get any more blatant? So this movie is a fictional, obviously, near future America in the middle of an armed conflict. And there's a voiceover. This is from the movie. It says 19 states have seceded. We hear a news anchor saying voiceover. The White House issued warning to the Western forces as well as the Florida Alliance. So they make up, and I've seen the trailer and I've read quite a bit about the movie. I will watch it so you don't have to because it's drivel. But they've basically made up these political factions. They, They don't follow any of the actual tribalism that's going on right now like there's no mention of race and in this movie texas and california are like part of the same coalition uh i don't think so i don't think that would happen anyway we just got a few minutes left i'm james clary filling for nick reed 
Oh, Springfield's Talk 104.1. You know, we have some winter weather coming our way, and if your roof is not ready to handle that winter weather, I recommend that you call Josh and his team over at the Pyramid Roofing Company. They can come out, they'll do a free consultation for you, and they'll get on your roof, they'll check all of your gutters, your vents, and your shingles as well, and they're going to be upfront and honest with you. Maybe you just get the green light, the go ahead, everything is fine, and your roof is ready for winter, or maybe it is time to go ahead and do a couple of roof repairs. Maybe there's some nail pops, maybe there's some flashing that is damaged, whatever the case is, or maybe it is time to go ahead and do that whole new roof. Whatever the situation is, like I said, the Pyramid Roofing Company, they are going to be upfront and honest with you. They're not going to try to upsell you if you don't need it. Um, And I highly recommend them. I had them come out and they did my whole roof. They did my garage, my cellar, and I couldn't be happier with not only the work they did, but the design as well. Well, because I wanted a tin roof on my sunroom so I could listen to the rain and they were able to do that and it looks just absolutely amazing. So if it is time to go ahead and call a roofing company, I recommend Josh and his team over at the Pyramid Roofing Company. You can find all their contact information under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com. And let me just say, Sarah, if I may, yes. that roofers in the hierarchy of subcontractors, roofers sit down a little bit. So to have an awesome, honest company like Pyramid mm-hmm. is huge. I, and I mean this seriously. I've dealt with a lot of subs. It's hard to find good people. No, they were so. very honest. When they came out to my roof, they, they did my roof inspection. And the first thing they said was, well... We're not going to sugarcoat it, but uh, <laughs> here's what we're going to do. Wow. And then they walked me through the process. So they were awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. That's cool. Well, I'm James Clary filling in for Nick Reed. We're just about to wrap the show up. So we were talking about the predictive programming and how Hollywood tells us what's going to happen. So these two movies that are, have been out recently, Leave the World Behind and Civil War. They're telling us there could be a cyber attack. We've already been through. Think about COVID. Well, did we have any movies about a pandemic sweeping the nation before that? Uh, Yes. I'll never forget that scene. I think it was Contagion with Dustin Hoffman where the guy sneezes in the theater and you get this close up of the droplets spreading across the whole theater. Yeah, they told us it was going to happen. I think so. Look, we just got a few days left before we enter 2024. We know that the deep state is terrified of Donald Trump taking office because they believe, and and I don't know if this is true or not, they believe that he will fully prosecute them. I mean, what he's been through, no one would blame him for wanting some vengeance within the bounds of the law because that's what our side does. We don't go break the law to get our goals Matt that's just not us oh I tell you what speaking of technology these uh my phone just last update you have any trouble with your phone a lot of people I know have said that I mean look at this cleaner update for iPhone recommended it's just crazy well anyway You may have to keep me posted because this stupid clock isn't working. So what can we do, guys? What can we do? Let's say there's a cybersecurity attack. Well, think of all the things that you rely on daily for the Internet. One thing I would definitely recommend doing is having some cash. 
have some cash on hand. Do you have a way, if your power goes out, do you have a way to heat your house? Sarah's smiling. Yes, you got a fireplace, don't you? What do you use? We have kerosene heaters. Ah, the little things. Oh, kerosene. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I've got butane heaters, you know, similar. As a matter of fact, I gave one to Leanne for Christmas. Oh, did you? Well, she she hates being cold. I said, what are you going to? She goes, well, I got a fireplace. Of course, she has no chainsaw. She has no way to split wood. So we need to get that. I'll get that taken care of. We sell firewood if you need it. There you go. Uh, I like to cut my own. Go find dead trees in the forest. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it's it's a lot of work splitting wood, as you know. But anyway, so get some cash. If the, if the Internet goes down, don't panic. But you need to be thinking a little bit ahead. I have several books downloaded, so they're available even if, if I'm offline, if the Internet is down, that, you know, just give some basic skills. I mean, a hundred years ago, almost anyone could go out and survive for a few days in the woods. I mean, most people today couldn't start a fire if they had to, which is kind of scary. And I'm not, look, I'm not a big hunter, or what, but I have hunted. I can skin an animal. So get some cash, get some fire, find a way to heat your house. Like Sarah said, they make coke, uh, kerosene heaters. I have butane, propane. I, I, yeah, I guess it's propane. And you can use the little bottles or you can use the big bottles, which I'm going to buy one of those big bottles. I mean, I'm not a prepper, but it's just common sense to be prepared because something is coming. Think about it. <clears throat> Every seven years, the U.S. has experienced, and generally the globe, but the U.S. starts it, a major financial collapse. Every seven years. When was the last one? 2008. How many years has that been? 15 years. We are overdue. When's the next seven-year cycle? It's coming up. It's coming up. We've actually passed it. We're at 14 was 2022. So something's coming. I don't know what it is, but I want you to be prepared. You know, one of the biggest things, what's the first thing you need for survival? The very first thing you need water. I bought a filter that guarantees that it will filter over 500 gallons of water that's as dirty as you can imagine heck i live close by that little south creek that runs right through the middle of springfield with this water filter i get drinking water i'm not saying that that you know we're going to have a cyber attack or there's going to be another virus but something's happening folks they're not going to let donald trump march in and win this election and take power without a fight and we've already seen we talked about how ruthless and evil they are they'll do anything hold your loved ones close have a great new year i'm james clary see you next time